On today's episode of Kiefer and the Rye, Pete and I discuss the Redskins' name change, we go over the Madden 21 player ratings and how ridiculous some of them are, we go through some music artists we want to hear from, and we end things with a heated debate on cake versus pie. Let's get after it. Hey little thing, let me light your candle calls, and mama, I'm show all the hand and just around. Welcome to Kiefer and the Rye. It is Monday, July 20th. Pete, it is hot as fuck today. It, Ryan, I am absolutely miserable down here in D.C. It, the temperature on my phone says it says it's 98 degrees, but feels like 106. 106. Yeah, my, my dad has this weather thing that my grandparents bought him. It's like positioned right outside my room, can do like wind... All this shit, I don't know, but it has the temperature inside our house. It shows us what it is. It said like it said one hundred four a couple minutes ago before I came down to record, and I was just like, "Yep, I'm not going outside today." Yeah, it really just kind of takes the whole day out away like away from you. I took my dog for a quick little stroll, and I was maybe outside for maybe all five minutes, and I thought I was going to die, like absolutely it, no. I was going to do laundry today, and I like today would be the perfect time to like hang clothes out outside because they'd be dry within like thirty minutes. But like actually having to physically go outside to hang them up, nah, I'm good. I'll wait till till like tomorrow or something. Uh, it's not that important. I don't yeah. leave my house anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it at that rate. It's just, it, it sucks. I hate this time of the month where it's just too hot to do anything. So I just sit on the couch, bump up the AC, and record a podcast. Yeah, uh, I, that's see, that's the thing. I, I, that's why I, I need my own place because my parents don't believe in pumping up the AC. Um, they look at me like, uh, "Are you paying the bill?" And I've offered to pay the bill many times, and I get shot down each time. So, just dad, I know you listen. Uh, I will pay the AC bill if we can please turn the temperature to like sixty-eight. <laughs> begging you, absolutely begging you. Oh, Dan, that's rough. But yeah, no, it's and I have I'm downstairs, so it gets really this is what I'm saying is there's no happy medium in my in my room because I'm downstairs. So the air goes all downstairs at night when the AC is on. So my room becomes Antarctica. And then when the AC is not going, my room is the Sahara Desert. So there's really just no happy medium. No, not at all. You wake up, you're probably sweating because you have three blankets on you overnight and then you're just hot for the rest of the day. I have a fan, like just this Lasco standing fan that can circulate. Then I like, turn it on. Like you're not understanding how cold it is in my room at night, where it's like I'm shivering. So why would I want to be even more cold? Like, and they are like, we like it. I'm like, well then let's switch rooms. Like I'll move upstairs, you can move downstairs, and that just starts a whole another. I just Pete, I need to get the fuck out of my parents' basement. <laughs> you got to get out, right? You got to cut the cut the ties, man, and fly, you know. Pete, we we thought it was happening last weekend. We thought it was going to happen. We thought, oh, <laughs> we record the podcast. I'm chilling. We're we put the episode out. It was Monday. I'm I'm chilling before work. I get a text message. Hey Ryan, not going to say the guy's name. Don't want to put him on blast from Barstool Sports. Saw you applied for a job and thought, so are you still interested? First thing I do is screenshot, send the P like, holy shit, Pete. <laughs> and it was like a bad timing because he's like, hey, I just put the podcast out. So we're talking about the podcast. So then it's like, yo, Barstool just texted me. So I immediately thought I'm like, yo, dude, like we're getting picked up by Barstool. So I got super hype. I was like, I already emailed my boss and like, I quit. Like, fuck this place. <laughs> and thank God I didn't hit send. That would have been awful. But, you know. <laughs> I was like, I had, I sent the message to you, and then I like was looking at what we were literally in the same conversation. It wasn't even like thirty seconds. It was like, yeah, probably should have preempted that this was for the sports book, not actual. <laughs> Honestly, I got real hype, like real hype. I like froze. I like looked at the text message. I was like, this can't be real. Did a quick LinkedIn search of the guy real quick. It says Barstool Sports. I was like. Oh no! This is this is real. This is this is happening. So I thought it was going to happen. Thought I had my I thought I had my big break, but uh, unfortunately, that was not, not the case. I don't want to don't want to say anything bad because still, there's still the opportunity there. So uh, we'll we'll say you know just didn't work out this time. Maybe next time. But gave Pete a heart attack and uh, 
uh, good story behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was in the thing. I was like, man, dude, they must be looking for podcasts that have about 10 average of 10 listeners or something. But, you know, hey, hey, we don't average 10 Pete member. We're we're well over double digits. Oh, uh, well over that. So creeping into triple. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete, what else has been going on in your life? Uh, so uh, Grace and I are moving in a couple weeks as I spoiled the beans on the last podcast. So we kind of start packing. And honestly, like packing blows like there's. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, where do you even begin? Because we're kind of in that awkward stage where we're like, we're here for another couple of weeks, so we really can't pack anything, like everything. But we have to start packing, uh, especially I'm going on pretty poorly timed family vacation on my end. I'm going to my main house, my family the week before. And so literally, I'm not going to be I'm literally coming back that Thursday. We're moving that Friday. Like, and so it's like, I'm going to have to be fully packed about a week ahead of time. And it's it's going to be a f- absolute fucking nightmare. Um, That's poor timing, but I mean, gotta have the family vacay. Yeah, it was, Mama Keith. Mama Keith needs her Pete time. Uh yeah. I mean, I think that would have been the real tragedy in her eyes of this whole situation. So I was like, all right, you know, we'll see what we can do. So luckily, my brother is leaving early, so I'm leaving with him. The drive from Maine to DC is going to stink. I'll tell you that. It'll probably be about 15 hours in the car. And then I turn around the next morning, wake up the crack of dawn and move. So definitely not looking forward to that. But honestly, aside from just getting ready to move, that's it. You know, it's the next big milestone in my in my foreseeable future, which is pretty sad. Pete, I have to agree with your statement that moving sucks. And I know both both of us have moved quite a bit, uh, quite a few times here over the last five years. What's your uh, – this is just you know right off the top of the head here. What's your worst moving experience and all that? Because I, I have mine right off the top of my head. Probably but my worst moving experience would have been when I moved from Brockport to South Jersey, to my place in South Jersey. Because I kind of went up with – I didn't really, I kind of went up with the bare minimums, but I kind of accumulated things. So, and that was the problem. And, you know, for all, everyone who knows me, at the time, I had a two-door Chevy Cobalt, and I had a lot <laughs> And I was probably driving five hours, six hours, probably from there and back. And with, honestly, my seat was, like, fully up. I could kind of see out of my, like, rear view, like, mirror and side passenger window. It was, it was tough. <laughs> Um, I mean, I never really had any bad experiences with like moving trucks and companies and whatnot, but in terms of absolute inconvenience, like, especially the timing of it was, it was like, I had to move out this day. And then I, cause I moved into my South Jersey apartment, like the following day. So it was just like a whirlwind week. It was like, I got the job and then I started the next week. So <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. I know people are probably thinking for me it's Kentucky. Kentucky was probably the easiest move I ever had in terms of just we had a trailer. I packed. We put everything in the trailer. I had great roommates who helped me unpack. They helped us load everything back up. Um, so that that all was just seamless and simple. There was really no nothing wrong. The worst – and the only reason why I say this is because I had no motivation to pack is when I moved from – I had a townhouse in Reading – right across the street from my office and I was literally moving quite quite literally three blocks away <laughs> and I'm not joking not exaggerating I packed nothing the night before I had no, I may okay I may have had half my suitcase packed but I had nothing else packed my parents showed up at 7 a.m and I was like hey guys I'm not even gonna lie to you right now <laughs> I've got nothing <laughs> this is gonna be a long one <laughs> so we spent probably the whole we spent what should have been probably a two-hour move turned into an entire day of moving me three blocks away um, just simply because I had done nothing and that was that was on me I just had no motivation there was just nothing like I had sat down the night before to do it and I was like yeah no I'm not feeling this yeah no same thing kind of happened with me, but it was more of a rough situation. Like when I moved, when I knew I was moving out of Brockport, I was moving the next day. So I drove up and nothing was packed. So I spent the entire day packing and then the next day, like filling my car and driving back. Uh, but that kind of reminds me of the time, uh, my most recent move from when I moved from South Jersey down here and with Grace, she moved 
probably even worse. She moved three doors down the hall from where she actually, her uh, room was in the apartment building. So she didn't pack anything because she's like, I'm only moving literally three, three, I kid you not, three rooms down the hall. So we moved all my stuff in. And then when she moved in, like all her stuff was still like, she was like, why pack? Because we're not moving that far. So in that case, it was, I totally get it where it, really just extended the day a lot so got it done it was just it was just no point we had a truck we had a u-haul we were packing and so i just remember the look in my dad's face was like he walked in the house and he was expecting like boxes and suitcases and everything to be waiting there just to pack in and just his face was just like you motherfucker (laughs) and then my mom my mom's a saint she cleaned the entire house the entire townhouse though my roommate like she was still going to be there but my mom went ham and cleaned literally everything mama shannon didn't play around but it was just that i mean moving's just such a bitch it's just that's why i kind of don't want to leave here because it's like i don't really feel like moving again (laughs) i know and it's great i was gonna think about it last night i was like man like a year feels like a long time because we were at this place for a year and i was like damn and we're moving literally probably the equivalence to what you move from your townhouse to the other place we're like moving like like two minutes down the road so it's like so it's like we're gonna pack all this shit up spend all this money to literally just move probably maybe a half a mile down the road it's like I've I've decided I'm at the point of my laziness in life that I'm just gonna hire people to move me out of here. I don't care. Oh uh, yeah, that's what we're doing because the moving company for us to move in, it's double the price. So for us to move in on a Saturday, that's where we're moving in on a Friday because it's so much cheaper. So we're like shit, like we had all these people lined up to come help us out and then since it's on a Friday during the work day, we're like, Oh shit, like I guess we need to I, I ain't moving my furniture. Like this shit's heavy. Like, <laughs> My bed's a bitch because my bed's a Tempur-Pedic and the shit like folds up on you <laughs> and it's so heavy. That's like the biggest pain in the ass I have. Everything else is a breeze. Like I can carry my my dresser by myself. It's really not that heavy. You take – as long as there's nothing in it, you literally you – can, I can lift it up myself. But my bed, my god, it takes like five people to do. Oh, yeah. So it's – I'm just – I've just decided, you know, my parents are getting older. They're getting up there in age. Right. Big Kev can't can't do it like he used to, so I'm I'm hiring people next time, and my asshole friends aren't going to help me move anyway. So <laughs> I come up you, I can help you move Ryan. I, I know I could I could count I could count on Pete to come. I can count on you to come. My yeah. friends up here, I love you guys, but you guys are assholes. I already know I'm not. <laughs> I already know I can't ask because answer would be like, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to the beach that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Pete, let's get into some topics here today. We got. The Redskins changing their name. That whole organization is a shit show. It's crumbling. I can tell you from the inside, since I'm in the D.C. metro area, like the, the, the Redskins are absolutely crumbling. They, they've got that right now. They have the sexual misconduct allegations coming out about multiple, multiple people in the organization. They're pretty high up, too. And it's just like, Dan Snyder, dude, sell the damn team. I'm not even a Redskins fan. I could care less what the Redskins do. But it's like, this guy has zero control over anything in that in that, uh, in that that team. Absolutely. He should just kind of sell him when he's on top and just kind of see what he can get and just get out. It seems so toxic over there that it, it's not even worth the fight anymore. And, and honestly, like, if he sits there and thinks, he's like, oh, Redskins are going to be good in five years. No, they won't. The Redskins will always stink. It's just, it's just how it is. So, you know. I don't know. Remember, Pete, we can't. They are officially no longer the Redskins. So it's true. It's just Washington. Yeah. So Washington. Yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to sit here and think. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm trying to sit here and think of some names that kind of go with the kind of the Washington, D.C. teams. We got the Wizards, the United, uh, the uh, Wizards, I said the Wizards, yeah, the Capitals. So it's like, what else are they going to pick? They're going to be the, the Washington Liberties or something like that. You know, I feel like. Do you know the, the movie The Replacements? Oh, uh, yeah. Great movie. Okay, I'm looking up what their team name was called right now because the Sentinels. Just do that. You can just get the jerseys from the movie and you're set. I don't know why this is so hard. Honestly, that'd be a pretty good name, you know, build off the replacements, because I think it was that movie was based on Washington, the Redskins. So it was, uh, I'm, I'm reading the Wikipedia now. It was uh, 
It was, let's see here. Wow, this is really embarrassing. I should have had this up already. Uh, the movie is loosely based off the 1987 NFL strike, specifically the Washington Redskins, who won all three replacement games without any of their regular players and went on to win the Super Bowl. Wow, so maybe that's what this, oh my God, Pete put it all on the Redskins because the last time this shit happened, there's a, pan, there a pandemic this year. There's probably going to be like half a season anyway. Yeah. I'm going to put my money on the Redskins. Holy shit. Dwayne Haskins, he's going to get it done. Yeah. You must be delusional or something, but that's all right. <laughs> I mean, you're an Eagles fan, man. They're in our division. You can't say that stuff. I know. I fucked up. Uh, speaking speaking of Eagles, not to change topics, Pete, but uh, this is all goes into one, but I almost placed a bet this morning. If you go to FanDuelSports.com and did a parlay between the Eagles, the Sixers, and the Flyers. No, Sixers, Flyers, and Phillies to win their respective championships. It's plus 645000 So if you put $100 down, you're rich, baby. Yeah, I would definitely do that. And I mean, honestly, I think we could, they could get it done. Uh, don't tempt me to drive the two seconds over the Pennsylvania line to place this, place this bet, Pete. Place one for me, too. I can't do it down here, so we'll go in 50-50. I got you. All right. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Redskins. Yeah. It's just uh, – the, the I'm just – fuck it. They're the Redskins still. I mean, what are they even going to be? Because, you know, Pete, we were talking about this earlier this week. There's that businessman, the um, – the God, my brain's blanking. The dude, they sell houses. What are they called? Realtors? Realtor. Realtor. The realtor down in D.C. owns, like, all the team names down there. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, has, he has the trademarks for all of them. So it's like, where are they going to pay this guy a couple million dollars to get the trademark for, like, the Red Tails? Because that would be the perfect name. Yeah, honestly, the just to give some people some background, uh, somebody in D.C. went out and trademarked and bought a bunch of names that the, you know, the new Washington Redskins team's names would be. So now, you know, he owns all these names that have any kind of, uh, you know, relevance to that they could be. And he, honestly, he's a smart dude. I wish I'd, I'd be oh, there, yeah. but like, because, you know, if they want that name, they're going to pay him outright for it. And, you know, he could make some serious cash off it. So that dude's smart. He's a freaking genius. I'm serious, though. He owns the Red Tails uh, trademark. So... That's the one that makes the most sense for me. It's, it's um, you know, the Red Tails, it celebrates, I'm pulling this information up right now. It uh, The name Red Tails celebrates the World War II Tuskegee, Tuskegee um, Airmen, who were the first African-American military aviators in the U.S. Armed Forces. Um, it comes, the Red Tails comes from their names of their planes, which had a distinct crimson tail. So, like, that makes perfect with everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, with racial injustice, it, it makes sense. So why would that's just a no brainer? Why would you not make that your team name? Yeah, honestly, one thing I could see them also doing is just taking the XFL team's name, the DC Defenders, and just taking their entire brand because the XFL is out of is out. They're they're done, and just taking whatever they have because they have everything set up for the DC Defenders, and just copying it. And they're done. I mean, I'm sure Vince. Mc, I'm sure Vince McMahon will just be like, "Look, just give me a hundred million dollars. We'll call today. I will never come back with the XFL because I really enjoyed the XFL. I thought they had a good league. It's a shame they went out of business. So if I'm Vince McMahon, saying, "Look, goes to Roger Goodell, saying, hey, you never want me to come around again for football. I'll sell this to you here. Give it to me for like fifty mil. We'll call today. Yeah, honestly, I actually did like the, the the XFL, and I was itching to go to a DC Defenders game down here. I think that'd be so fun. Um, but PFT commenter was going to be the kicker. I mean, that would have been the greatest thing in the world. Absolutely. But I think the Redskins are an interesting position to kind of see where they're going to take their their new brand. You know, there's a lot of money to be made in advertising with that. So I think they got to they gotta be smart with what they do. I feel like they shouldn't try and cut corners because, you know, if they do, they'll just be even more of a hot seat than what they actually are. So. That they can't get this wrong. They can't fuck this up. They they really and I I th I've heard some people saying like oh how did they not have something when they announced last week that they were officially moving on from the Redskins name like why did they not already have a team name made? It's like well because they're not trying to rush this. So 
props to them already for not just jumping out with a new name and and trying to fuck this up but uh i, I really do hope you know they take as long as they need and, and do their research and uh, do you know some of the um statistics and, and ask people for their opinions and ask players for their opinions and, and things of that nature just so that they, they don't screw this up and that they don't have to 20 30 years down the road you know have to be in a situation where something they pick is offensive again and they need to change it yeah so it's like get it one and done you know it's going to cost them an arm and a leg to get it done but i think once they kind of the dust dust settles i think they'll be in a better spot i think the only problem for them is that there's really no other sports talk going on right now so this thing's going to be closely monitored for the next couple months um even when i think the kind of other leagues kind of start up in August, you know, this is going to be some serious talks because the NFL is coming up and who knows what's happening with that. So, uh, you know, and the players are pissed today. Today, they're all on Twitter right now tweeting, uh, you know, how pissed they are that the NFL put out the, the memo that, you know, um, uh, training camp starting here in the next couple of weeks. And it's like, well, you don't have any safety precautions. So that's kind of right there. Your Redskins are kind of sliding underneath under under the radar just a little bit but you know once that's done as if training camp does start that's still that's all players are going to be asked during media day during interviews coach like ron rivera is going to be asked to constantly like oh like one question room before like how's practice day oh, it was good like blah 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 and then another part. well so did you pick a new name yet yeah so and that's his first and that's his first season up here so i mean that's a tough shift to, to walk into so yeah, he, uh, he's walking into some tough <laughs> fire for sure. He's probably like, God damn it, I just left one shit show in Carolina. <laughs> now it's even a worse one. Damn, that was. <laughs> oh, man. But, Pete, we'll move into our next segment still with talking with the NFL. Madden 21's released their ratings. A lot of controversy. And I know, for one, I'm not happy with some of the ratings that came out. You know, after kind of, you know, obviously since the sports world has been kind of blank recently, you know, uh, you know, sports center has been putting stuff out saying, do you agree? And I don't agree with a lot of the, with a lot of the stats and a lot of the ratings. I think it, you know, there's a bunch of undervalued players and a lot of overvalued players. And oh, yeah. to, to me, I am a little lost loss of words you know is a good way to say with how some of these people i think some people are definitely deserving of the ratings uh but there's some people i'm like really you think this guy's that good like or you don't think this guy's that good you know so it's tough i i i need to meet the people that uh do these ratings because looking at it right now we'll start off the bat with the wide receiver position because this one really grinds my gears peter of that they did this to my boy, DeAndre Hopkins. And I know he could probably give two shits about his Madden rating. Uh, But they gave him a 98 overall. And they gave his catching ability, catching rating, a 98. A 98. The motherfucker doesn't drop anything. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is definitely like, he doesn't drop the ball. You know, he's proven that, you know, he hasn't missed a step in the entire, his entire NFL career. So for the fact that he has a 98, I'm like, I'm curious to see, like, you know, whose other ratings did they just botch, you know? It's, and it's like, did they give him a 98 because Bill O'Brien dropped the ball trading him to the Cardinals? Like, did they deduct the point because of his <laughs> dumbass coach doing that? You can't you can't penalize a player for that. The 98, my ass, he's a 99. He should be a 110. He should be a 100. He should be the first 110 overall player because the dude just doesn't drop anything. Yeah, honestly, and, and compared to, you know, I, you know, they, so they gave Michael Thomas a 99, so he's the outright winner in the wide receiver class. They only did that so he wouldn't cry on Twitter. That's the only reason I'm stealing that joke, but I'm telling you, that's the only reason why they did it. And, and honestly, like, I feel like pound for pound, like, I think DeAndre Hopkins is better than Michael Thomas. I also think Michael Thomas has a better quarterback. Like or a better system, a better system. I would say. I know your boy. I was say, Deshaun watch, Watson. Watch, watch your mouth there. I, I, li- I like. I like Deshaun Watson. I don't like. I Bill will give Bryant. you the better system. Yep, better, uh, the system. better system. And I think Sean Payton. You know, and I mean, just look at look at the like how many times Bill Bryan has completely lost some games. You know, exactly. and then ended up trading DeAndre Hopkins for what uh, David Johnson and a 
second round pick. You know, it's like not even a second round pick, Pete. Not even a second round pick, a third round pick. And they <laughs> gave him a third. It was like a, they gave him better picks for it. Oh God, don't even get me started. That's why I'm an Eagles fan now. Yeah, but that that's what that's what we're saying. Like Michael Thomas is deserving. Like it would should they should both be ninety nines. Like I'd be okay with that, but. The fact that that makes DeAndre Hopkins not a 99 is because they gave him a 98 catching rating. Flabbergasted. I'm just puzzled. Leaves me puzzled. Yeah, and, you know, for someone like him, ah, man, let's see. Uh, It it just totally blows my mind. And Hopkins has dropped none, so I'm looking at it now. He has dropped no passes his entire NFL career. And that stat has been started back in 2006. So he said no receiver in the last 13 years has had 100 more catches and zero drops in a season. So, yeah. I mean, I it, it makes zero sense how he's a 98 catching rating. It's just mind-boggling. Yeah. But there's uh, also some other very, I would say, controversial ratings in that what Madden has put out. And one of them for me is the tight end position. Oh, yeah. And that is one, you know, I I think I'm going to be a little biased here with my Eagles, uh, you know, my Eagles favoritism. But for me, I don't see how you can give somebody who hasn't played an entire season in the NFL, as in Rob Gradkowski, he sat out an entire year, a 95 overall rating. compared. To Zach Ertz, who is an absolute lights out tight end, and give him a ninety. I don't see it. Like I don't see it. it. It's hilarious because I'm looking at the ratings right now. Speed. Rob Gronkowski's an eighty-one. Ertz is an eighty-two. Who the fuck knows how fast Gronk is right now? He hasn't ran anything in a year. Yeah. And it's like, like makes no sense. The one thing looking at the stats here is strength. They gave Gronk an 81 and Ertz a 74. I mean, Gronk's a specimen, so I mean. I I see that. But it's like, how do you give somebody who hasn't played an entire season? Grant, you know, he's had a very good career. He is really good. He hasn't played in a year. So it's like, how are you going to give someone the benefit of the doubt to be that good still? Like, he could go be a bust. And honestly, I feel like the only reason he's playing is because Brady's not in the Patriots organization anymore. There are there are some conspiracy theories out there, Pete. That uh, uh, people have brought up, more specifically, my my good friend Tom Dalton uh, has has been very vocal that Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski to the Buccaneers and Brady to the Buccaneers. It was all conspiracy. Um, that Gronk re- retiring quotes around retiring for a year was all conspiracy because he knew Gronk or Brady was going to leave and that they were going to Tampa this entire time. And I mean, my, my guy can go on for hours about it. I, I choose to believe that look, Gronk has said that he was coming, he wanted to come back, he was getting that itch to come back. Uh, and if Brady would have been on the Patriots, he would have been back wherever he wanted to be with Brady. So it came down to where Brady was going. Yeah. I I just have so many mixed feelings about it, and that's just my opinion. And, you know, for me – I, I completely I, agree with you. Him yeah. being rated not a 95 and Ertz only a 90 is bullshit. Like, Ertz is one – Ertz is a top – clearly a top five receiver, but a 90 as a matting rating? Like, come on, 90? Yeah, and you gave Michael Thomas a 99. Okay, you know, like – Like <laughs> – well, what what do you smoke in and where what, 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 do I get that? You know, it's like <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, Pete. No, it, it makes no sense. I need to meet these guys that sit around and do it because looking at the overall ratings, like the only guy I really look at this list that deserves a ninety nine is Christian McCaffrey. The guy just does it all. Like, there's nothing he does that's not a ninety nine. Absolutely, I think he's well deserving of his ninety nine rating. That dude is an absolute monster. He's the reason why I think Carolina has hope. You know, oh, yeah. And if you look at his numbers, the numbers that he puts up are, are astronomical. Uh, and especially with that broken system down there, like, I definitely say, you know, he's he should be the only one who's 99. Everyone else, I can throw a hat in the ring on why they don't deserve to be a 99. Yeah, and Pete, we were talking about before we got on the air, there was, there was one here that really grinded your gears that's a 99, the uh, the Super Bowl MVP. The half a billion dollar man, 
Pete, your boy Pat Mahomes, 99. What do you think? I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I think Patrick Mahomes is a phenomenal quarterback. But to give someone a 99 that early in his career, like he's what? He's been in the league for three years. And, you know, to compare him to basically be like one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I understand he came off an amazing championship and Super Bowl season run. But like, can I give this kid a 99 for what? Like, you know, the dude, like he just runs around. He's kind of like a Mike Vick. You know, he's kind of like Mike Vick in his prime. Like, he just runs around and throws weird passes and gets touchdowns. And that's just my opinion. I mean, he, he he's good. No, I, 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 agree, I agree with you. I don't think any quarterback should be a 99 because you're pretty much saying that he's not – like, that he's perfect. And Patrick Mahomes is not perfect. Oh, so yeah. – it, it is mind-boggling that they gave him a 99. I think you said this off air um, to me, Pete. You know, they probably gave it to him because of the big contract that he just got. Probably did play, play a big part in that. Um, but uh, the kid's special, no doubt. But you're just saying that when you give these guys a 99 rating, it's just like, my God, they, they're not they're not perfect. Yeah. Nobody's when I it's see, just mind-boggling. Yeah, when I see, like, 99, I expect, like, no one is better and these guys, like, can, can take over a game. And I'm like, look, like, there's games Patrick Mahomes stinks. There's games Michael Thomas stinks. And they're still getting 99s. So it's like, you know, Aaron Donald, you know, he's a 99. And I'm like, honestly, put him up, put him up against a good center and a good guard. And, like, he's there and he's irrelevant. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. I, I, it goes I, to show, Pete, that we really, really, really need sports back. Yeah, especially the fact that we're debating on who deserves a 99 rating in Madden 21. I haven't even owned Madden since probably Madden like 13. So it's like, <laughs> what's the point? Like, I know I'm not going to even play the game once. So, but it's still, it's like there's nothing else going on. It's like this is this is really all you guys have for us. Like. The Phillies played the Nationals last night, and Bryce Harper took Max Scherzer deep to fucking dead center. But we're going to talk about fucking Madden Michael Thomas' 99. <laughs> 99 Madden it's like, goddamn, can we please have sports back? Just We'll do anything. I'll do anything. But Didi, our new boy Didi, hit a, hit a shot last night too. So I uh, think – I'm excited, man. It's I'm telling you, I'm going to drive – I literally live to a minute. Two minutes because it takes you know time to walk out the door, get the car started, get out of my neighborhood. A minute from the Pennsylvania line, and all I have to do is drive, pull over, put the bed in, do a U-turn, and and it's in. And I'm I'm thinking about putting you know fifty to hundred dollars down Sixers, Flyers, Phillies win their championships plus six hundred and forty five thousand. Tell me, tell me that's not a bit a good bet. I think that's a great bet. I mean, put fifty down. You're winning like fifty thousand. I don't sixty four thousand. I don't fucking know. I'm not three hundred thousand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But Whatever. Who, nice, who nice does want change? Oh yeah, I you could retire. Afford, you could afford your own place. Think about it. And you can have the AC on all day. <sighs> oh, <laughs> could afford my own place. I could pay off my student loans. I have to say, Pete, we're going to go a little political here right now. I have to say, shout out to this administration for doing the 0% interest on student loans right now because your boy's paying off a good chunk of it with this no interest charge. Oh, paying dude, off the principal. It feels good. It feels good. Like I'm actually seeing a difference in my loans right now, and it's like the best feeling in the world because I feel like I just pay it. Like, and, uh, 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 and I'm like, oh, I, I just paid a lot of money, and I didn't make any progress. So it's like, I hope this thing just stays 0% for a while so I can just keep backing them down. So, Pete, I, I know we have our topic scheduled, but this just brought up something in my mind. Pete, I have invested. I have, I got Robinhood, the app, and I've started investing. Oh, all right. What do you have your investments in? All right, Pete, we have, let me pull it up. And it's so simple too. It's just face ID, pulls up. Look, I, I'm already in. It, it's such a, it's such an easy app. 
Uh, if you want to invest people, no free ads here. Robinhood, if you're listening, I love your app. You guys are amazing. You're so much better than E-Trade and all the other stupid apps out there. So get Robinhood <laughs> if you want to invest. But I have <laughs> nine shares in American Airlines. I bought that at around $11 a share because right now they're down. They're usually at about $30 a share. So I think once this whole pandemic's over, it's really going to shoot back up. Your boy's going to be a millionaire. Absolutely. Um, I bought my 1.65 share in Penn National at $30. So uh, that that hurt to buy. Yeah. Knowing knowing where it was at, but yeah. uh I I bought a uh, a share 1.5 share in my place of employment Discover card um, because they're usually topping out about 120 a share and they're down to 48 right now. So and then uh bought three and a half shares in the US oil fund. Because it's down right now, and that thing's going to skyrocket once everything's back to normal. I'm telling you, I'm just going to keep pumping money into this, and then the economy's going to crash, and I'm going to be broken. You're going to have to hear me bitch about that. Yeah, you know, and uh, for what I see with the market, you know, it's pretty volatile right now. But for people like us who are early on investing, you know, we have time to ride it out and let it, you know, fix itself. It'll eventually get back to where it's at, so... Uh, I definitely, when the market crashed probably a couple months ago, I bought in on a lot of stuff. So like Penn National Gaming, I bought it around $7 and it's trading around 35 So your, boy, your, your boy's doing pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah, and I, can, I fucked that up. Yeah. I fucked that up. Yeah. yeah. I can also I'm going to kick myself for the rest of my life for that. Yeah. I kind of sit there and wish I bought more. I was pretty like skeptical at the time and, you know, I bought 10 shares. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I'll start out 10, like buy 10 and, I mean, it was seven bucks. So I didn't really put down that much money for it. And now I'm like, all right, I'm doing pretty well. Maybe I can buy myself some dinner. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, God. I'm such an, I sat there all those days, Pete, saying, hey, did you see Penn National stock? Like, I'm going to invest. And then my dumbass never did. Oh, I'm going to kick myself for the rest of my life. Yeah. I swear. But that's why, like, I'm almost wanting another surge of the, like, I don't, obviously, I don't want people to get sick. I don't want people, let me just, let me just say this right now. I don't want people to get sick. I don't want people to die. I want this thing to go away. It's ruining everything. But I wouldn't mind it closing down all the casinos and everything so, like, the stocks plummet and I can just buy it all up really cheap and then be rich. Like, that's all I care about, people. Man. I'm being selfish for a moment, okay? Hey, you never know. There could be another crash. I, I don't want to say we're out of the weeds yet. My my uh, my place of employment, I, I've learned some stuff. So I'm not, I don't think we're out of the weeds just yet. No, and that's that's why I'm doing it now because when then when it skyrockets, I'll have a nice you know nice little thing there can can take some of it out maybe pay some bills off and uh, keep investing. But we'll we'll see what happens, Pete. I I'm nervous though. So every day I I had a really good stock day. I was up like thirty bucks the other day, and I was like fuck yeah. And then I lost it all the next day. <laughs> Which is how it is. Don't make the player uh, the game. <laughs> Pete, but this this uh this pandemic has really fucked some shit up too in the music world. And uh we were talking here about some artists that we missed and really, really want to hear back from and have some new music come out. Absolutely. I feel like this is a time where I've been more deep in my thoughts and because of I'm deep in my thoughts, I'm thinking of like the old jams and I want it. I want people to like, you know, people who aren't making music anymore, bring come back, baby. Like I miss you. I think the world misses you. I was to Pete. We were texting last night. I I didn't leave Dewey Beach until like ten o'clock, so I wasn't going to get home until about midnight. We were texting about topics, and you're like, "I'm just sitting out here on my balcony by myself and my and my thoughts." Uh, let's think of some topics. And you shot that one. And I was like, "Damn, that's actually like a really good one," because there are a lot of artists who we just have not heard from in a few years. Who do who do you want to hear from? So Pete, I'm gonna I'll pass it off to you first. Who who's somebody that you want to hear coming back? Honestly, you know, I wouldn't mind hearing some Rihanna again. Just throwing that out there. You know, some of her some of her old jams like Disturbia, you know, like I could fuck to that shit all day, baby. So <laughs> and you know it's just like, you know, some shit that smacks. So and for me, and also I wouldn't mind like that early 2000s kind of like uh pop teen pop stuff again like good charlotte i could throw i could throw it out of that just throw just throwing that out there hey good charlotte 
definitely bumped back in the day. 100%. Absolutely. What about you, Ryan? There's, there, there's one guy right now, and I, he's a cut. My guy, I'm Morgan Wallen, my guy. Love his music. Uh, been teasing us here a little bit over the, uh, especially over the past six, seven months. He's put out a couple songs, well, one with Diplo, Heartless. Um, and he put out More Than My Hometown, which I love. Um, but my guy just had a fucking kid out of nowhere, just scrolling through Instagram one day. And it's like, he's holding a baby. He's like, Hey, meet my kid. Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the fuck, who did you get pregnant? Like what? And I'm sitting there reading it and I'm like, Oh, like congrats, dude. You're going to be such a great dad. You know, all the stuff that you say to yourself, (laughs) because you don't want to be a loser and actually say that on somebody's post. Then it's like, fuck. This is just gonna push his album back like another three years because the dude just oh it, it drives me nuts how many how how much he just delays putting things out and just how he'll be like oh I'm working on the album like catch it soon and it's like dude you said that back in January it's now July yeah like what else is there to do right now that's a good point that's a good point. If I'm an artist, I would I would have dropped like five albums by now. I feel like a lot of people were saying like every like everyone I've been seeing were like, oh yeah, we're working on music because like what else are we supposed to do? So exactly. But speaking, Pete, I wanted to read you this thing from Morgan Wallen when he posted the thing on his on about his baby because it was the funniest thing in the world. Uh, I guess him and the mom. Well, I found out this morning because I found it on Instagram. Um, did some research. Uh, they were together at one point, um, and I guess they're not anymore. But he goes, uh, you are a gift, and this is t- this tough year just made sense. I'll be the dad you deserve as well as the co-parent your mother deserves. And I could have just helped her laugh. Damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so funny. Damn. I'm going to be the best co-parent there is. <laughs> kind of like a slap in the face <laughs> to the mom there. Like, yeah, fuck you. Uh, dude, that's so funny. Dude, people are really she, I, I looked her up on Instagram. Her name's um her name's Katie, I think. Let me see. Yeah, Katie. Her, but she spells it K-T. So, whatever. Yeah. But she posted a picture of her pregnant and quoted uh, – a text for I'm a, a, people are assuming it's from Morgan Wild that says, Hit me up when you lose that baby weight. And that, that did come from Morgan Wild. What a fucking savage. What Damn. a savage. Damn, dude. That's He's wild. just like me, Pete. We're me and Morgan Wild. We're savages. <laughs> you guys must be long lost brothers or something. Yeah, because uh, last week's episode got a little out of hand. So. We're just, we're just gonna leave it at that, but my guy's a savage. Absolutely, that's so funny, damn. But he, I wouldn't mind hearing some music from him. Uh, damn, that'd be fun. Pete, don't lie, you're not a country guy. No, don't I, even I, lie, I, Pete. I, I fucking hate country music, to be honest. I was just trying to keep the conversation going, and and I didn't want. I feel like you're at a high talking about it, and I didn't want to come in and be like, yeah, country blows. Like I could care less. Nah. Uh, you're good you're good there there's one art there's one band though that i i know we talked about before uh before we jumped on pete i i really want blink 182 to come out with some music and get back together i mean ryan aren't they already together yeah but like i mean like original blink 182 like not this Ah. i don't even know who the lead singer is (laughs) i need tom DeLonge to stop chasing those aliens and ufos i need to get his shit together and get back with the get back with the band because it just doesn't sound right without him absolutely man dude blink 182 so i've been running a lot recently and a lot of my running songs are from blink 182 and i don't and i don't even like regret it they just have great pace great songs and i jam to them all the time Oh, they're they're from. I saw them when they first got back together. I guess I was like 2008, 2009, whenever they first got back together after their long hiatus. I went and saw them in, up at Hershey Park. Poured down rain the entire concert. Best concert I've ever been to. Really? So they're they're amazing. But like I said, you you may think they're together, but it's it's not Blink One Eighty Two. It's some um, they need to change their name. Yeah, it's like Blink One Eighty Three. You know, they're almost. Yeah. The same. I hate when bands are like, "Oh, we're still together. We just there's only like two of the original members remaining, <laughs> but we're still together." We like, have no, a rich dad. We bought the name, and you know, one of those. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But 
it's but you right you said pete you'd think right now people would be they're probably making music but can they release it can we get something please for the love of god yeah i mean i listen to the radio often and i really haven't heard much music that i've actually liked on it uh like any new music and i just might be jaded because i'm like you know quarantining still and whatnot and the world's crumbling so i might be jaded but i don't like anything that's coming out on the radio so even songs I thought I liked, I thought I liked "Say So" by Doja Cat. I, I can't stand that song anymore. Okay, well, watch your mouth because that's my wife, and I love that song. Okay, all right. Well, you don't have I to agree on everything. You, I can't believe you would just. Oh, I knew oh. she was your celebrity crush. I just feel like I she, love that song. I feel like whenever she's singing, though, I don't mind her rapping, but when she's singing, I feel like she's like at a loss, like gasping for air whenever she's singing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> all right. I'm looking at. I'm just gonna forget that. I'm just gonna ignore that. All right, we'll move on. I love you, Pete, but, all right, all but right. no, I'm looking. I'm looking here at the the top song, top hits on Apple Music. I'm like, nothing's changed. Like yeah. watermelon sugar is still a top ten song by Harry Styles. Like that shit came out last year. Yeah, I mean, like, song slaps though. So, oh, no, oh, no, by no means was I talking ill on watermelon yeah. sugar. Oh, uh, absolutely, songs a jam. I know you're but a one like, fan like me, so Pete, you know I've seen them live. You know I've seen them live. <laughs> Um, you know, you know, your boy spent twenty bucks on club seats to take a girl on a date. You know, absolutely. I did that, and we all know that you really did that to go see them. So, uh, one hundred and ten percent. It just so it just worked perfectly that the girl I was seeing at the time wanted to also see them, so I could be like, oh yeah, like she wants to go for a date, like whatever. yeah, play it off, be cool, but you're like low key, like yeah, you know. Like there were like people like little girl. It was really awkward because there was like little girls dancing like around me, and I'm like they're singing. I'm like, yeah, like I just feel really uncomfortable if I were to like get up and start. And we danced all night to the best song. <laughs> It'd be like, nope, we're this isn't nope. working. Nope, nope. <laughs> Everyone's looking at you like, who the hell is this guy? Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sure. how much have you had to drink tonight? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just. You know, so happy. I'm drunk on happiness right now. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Pete, speaking of uh, us not agreeing on things, I think we finally found something that we can debate and, and give the people what they want. Absolutely. And I'm kind of still at a loss for words on why you don't My like comment. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like <laughs> when you texted me back and you were like, how do you, you despise this? Like, are you? Sh- I felt like you were saying, like, are you sh- sure you're? You know the meaning of despise, right, Ryan? Are you using this correctly? Yeah. Like, do you want me to pull out the exact definition for you? Because I feel like you're going a little harsh on something. <laughs> but we finally found something, people. Cake versus pie debate. I fucking hate. I despise pie. I don't think pie's a real thing. Look, Ryan, I, I don't understand why you can hate on pie. Like, it, it is, honestly, it's pretty similar to cake in some sense. Nope, not similar at all. I don't, what, 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 I, like, what is the difference for you? Do you not like the consistency, like the filling consistency or something? Or you just have never had good pie? I bet you're one of those people uh, who hasn't tried pie and you just say you hate it because you've never tried it. I guarantee you that's it. I have tried pie, so fuck off. Okay. Um, I've tried apple pie. Makes no sense. I don't understand how the apples, like, why are you cooking apples? That's disgusting. You don't like apple crisp or anything like that? Nope. Damn, dude, what is wrong with you? That's like my favorite I, shit. Uh, Do you not like fruit? Is that it? I like grapes and, um, yep, grapes. And I like apples. I like app like eating an apple. I don't like my apples baked. I like applesauce. It's you're basically baking apples to make applesauce. That's disgusting. And you said you like applesauce, but it's basically you have to but bake. You're not apple. baking it. It's not hot. It's cold. Okay, there I digress. So, <laughs> no, but I, I don't like pie at all. So it's uh, we're gonna have a debate in a debate though, because one of your picks i believe is controversial 
because of the word that's in the pie. It is. You know, for me, I tossed up on it because I knew I was really going to shoot myself in the foot with this one. And I knew that Ryan would throw everything I say on the table back at me because of it. Um, but we have agreed that I would not, I will not do that. I'm not going to throw it back in your face. You'll just throw it back in someone else's face, but indirectly towards yes. me. Something Correct. Like that. Correct. I'm very good at being indirect with what I talk about. <laughs> I'll just see on Twitter later, just like a tweet of this image saying, this sucks. And I'll be like, well, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't pie. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like Tuesday. Just going to put out, be like, if you think this pie, you're an idiot. You're going to text me, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. Uh, but Pete, I'm going to throw it to you. Your first pick. We're going to go top three cakes. Or, well, you're doing pie. I'm doing cake because cake is a supreme uh, dessert because pie is not shit. All right. Look, I'll, I'll throw this out first and say I am a big fan of cake. But I think when it comes to pie, it's just on another level. There's just so many more things you can do with pie that you can't do with cakes. Like you can't even have like a like a pie eating, a cake eating contest. It's, it's a pie eating yes, contest. You can. You can have a cake eating contest. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Like how many people do you go to like a festival and you see, oh, there's a cake eating contest? No, it's a pie eating contest. Like well, Yeah, because you have to eat it so quickly because it's so disgusting. That's why you can't you don't want to sit there and enjoy it. You have to get you have to force yourself through it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, so my, my, my top three, and this is a no particular order, but I'm just going to rip the bandaid off. I think one of my favorite pies is cheesecake. And I'm saying that, and I, you know, I understand that cheesecake has the word cake in it. And I fully fledged that, but I think cheesecake has every tendency as a pie. And I also Googled it. I Googled it, and it said that cheesecake is a pie. So, so that's where I, I agree with you. Cheesecake is a pie. Um, it is in the pie category. I'm not going to debate you on that. I full, full, fully agree um, that cheesecake takes the crown for cake or for pie. My apologies. Let me rephrase that. Let me say it. cheesecake <laughs> takes, the, they, takes the crown for pie. However, who the fuck created cheesecake and put the word cake in it and not cheese pie? Like, why wouldn't you call it cheese pie if you're going to put it in, under the pie definition? Like, figure it out. That, I don't know. I do agree with you on that. Not the best type of wording that goes with it, but I think maybe cheesecake sounds better than cheese pie. Uh, it, it, can, it confuses me. I, I, it, my brain is now in a pretzel because it's like, well, is it pie or is it cake? But it says cake in it, but it's listed under pies. And I really want to meet an expert in the field and ask why they're stupid. All right. Um, so moving on from that, uh, cheesecake for me, <laughs> I'm just it is elite. You, if you go to a restaurant, they don't have pieces of cake. They have cheesecake. It's like you know, it's a universal. If it's made correctly, even if it's not made correctly, cheesecake is still good. Like my mom makes this fucking killer baked cheesecake that'll knock your socks off, Ryan. The socks you have right on are on right now. If you're wearing socks, they're now off because that's how good it is. I don't wear socks, beat. Fair. Because it's the Sahara Desert in your room, right? There we go. But for this case, I'm going to put... Pete listens, folks. Pete listens to me. It's official. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, for this conversation, I'm imagining socks on you. Now they're off because it's that good. And you can do whatever you want with cheesecake. You can add, like, make a chocolate cheesecake, caramel. You can... It's so versatile, but still, by itself, it is delicious. So that's why... For me, it's one of my top pies and another reason why pie is better than cake because you don't have something versatile. You don't have something versatile. Yeah, cake is versatile in itself. You can have cupcakes. I mean, come on. You don't see cup pies. I'm talking about it's still the same taste. If it's a vanilla cupcake, it's a vanilla cupcake. I could take cheesecake and turn it into a chocolate cheesecake, a raspberry cheesecake. You can't do that with cakes. It's just, so, okay, so you can make a smaller cake in a cupcake, but still the same taste. It tastes the same. There's no difference. I've got nothing. You've you've defeated. I am a defeated man. I've got, (laughs) you just put me in a body bag. I've got nothing to say. All right. So that's where I win the debate. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just <laughs> I'm waving the white flag because <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't win the debate. You, don't, you can do the same thing with cake. You can have vanilla cake. You can add shit into it because my number one pick in a particular order, the number one cake of all time, the confetti cake. It's vanilla cake with little confetti shit in it, and it's delicious. Absolutely. I think it's sprinkles. Yeah, it's delicious. All right. So I added something to it. I add, it's versatile. I added something to the cake. But it doesn't change the way it tastes. It still tastes like vanilla cake. No, it tastes like heaven. Okay. So yeah. 0.1 for Peter, 0 for Ryan. <laughs> I mean, confetti cake is the number one cake in the entire world. Uh, not up for debate. Don't at me on Twitter. Don't at me on Instagram. Don't text me. Uh I am a big guy. I am a master of cake. I know food. Confetti cake's number one. Look, I, I won't hate on you. I think cake, confetti cake is great. I think if I see that at a party, then I know that party's fucking lit. Like, if anybody rolls yeah, up to a party, the person knows cake, what's up. They know what's up. So, but I'm just saying, if there's confetti cake or cheesecake at the party, I'd probably have both, but I'd have a bigger slice of cheesecake and a smaller slice of confetti cake. I'm telling you right now, when I get married, I'm gonna my wedding cake is gonna be a confetti cake. And if my wife doesn't like that, then we're not meant to be. <laughs> then she can get married to someone else. Yep, yep. She doesn't like that. There's the door. Don't let it hit you on the way out. And that's probably why I'm single, but I stand firm in my beliefs. <laughs> is that your Tinder bio? Our wedding cake must be confetti cake. Nope, my Tinder bio is we could be Luke Combs and whatever the fuck his wife's name is, but you're playing. And so far, it's killing it. Absolutely. All right, so to, to bring another reason why pie is better is because uh, you can do so much with pie in terms of fruit flavors. But for me, blueberry pie is by far one of my favorite, actually, fruit, fruit pies across the board. There's nothing better than a perfectly cooked blueberry pie. Not bringing in Mama Keith into this, but she also makes one of the best damn blueberry pies I've ever had in my entire life. Put a little vanilla ice cream on there, and it's done. It's done. There's nothing better than that. A little whipped cream if you're feeling adventurous, and then you're done. I mean, Pete, you know I love Mama Keith as much as the next person. Your mother is a saint of a woman. Um, probably one of my Facebook, one of my favorite Facebook follows I have. Um, but blueberry pie is disgusting. I mean, I feel because like just, all pie because all pie is disgusting. It's not, it's not even logical. Like I, I don't understand how you can just say all pies disgusting. I don't treat pies differently. All pies are the same. <laughs> <laughs> all pie lives matter, Pete. So they're all the same to me. All right. I mean, you're just missing out on like, uh, I mean, like Ryan, I know as you grew up, your taste buds did not, but you're just missing out. My taste, you as you have hit that right, right (laughs) there. My taste buds never fully developed. Uh, I still have the taste buds of a six year old. uh, And I'm very proud of that because I like what I like. And if it's not broken, don't fix it. I'm just saying you're missing out on such rich, like textured flavors, like and blueberry pie for me, like the way my mom makes it is unbelievable. And but the thing is, she only uses main blueberries because to her, apparently there's a huge difference in taste compared to Jersey blueberries. So for that, I do agree with her because that pie is just out of this world. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Mama keeps the expert in it. Pete, you not so much, so we'll trust Mama Keith's ex- uh, expertise in it. Rude. <laughs> my number two <clears throat> kind of goes into my uh, my plain thing, but this is something where it's versatile again as well. We have the good old-fashioned pound cake. Pound cake, you don't even put icing on it. It tastes phenomenal plain. And this is something where you can throw some whipped cream on it, put some strawberries, some berries, some different fruit on it, kind of make it like a, uh, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but kind of just make it like a, a nice, delicious dessert. Um, I like mine with some whipped cream on the on the side a little bit. But pound cake is such a delicious dessert. It's It can be for any occasion, birthdays, holidays, just a family get-together. You're sitting there at night. You want some dessert. Oh, we had, can I have some pound cake? 
there you go. I feel like, you know, if I ever roll to a party and I bring pound cake, people are like, why are you bringing pound cake? I feel like it's such a very boring and very basic, like, cake. And once again, I'll just go fuck myself. So, <laughs> God, this is, I mean, how can you hate on pound cake? Like, it's. I mean, look, I'm saying pound, I've had pound cake and I do like it. But I'm just saying, like, when it comes to pies, there's just a complete, like, you know, pound cake is down here and, like, pies are, like, the, the ceiling is the roof, man. Like, it just keeps going. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like at, at my family get-togethers in, like, the summertime, like, 4th of July, you know, nice pound cake. You put some whipped cream on it with some strawberries and berries. There you go. I mean, look, I know. People like that, and I like it too, but I'd rather cut open a nice piece of blueberry pie. But, Ryan, to take the – as well, I'm, I'm not going to say take the cake home. I'm going to say take the pie home in this in this race see, that we have. See, even the saying is take the cake home because people want cake. No, because people are taking cake home because nobody eats it at the parties. So people want – so it's leftovers. So, you know, that's why you don't say take the pie home because it's all gone. So joke's on you. Uh, <laughs> so for me, my favorite pies of all time is a chocolate mousse pie. And I stand by that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah, sure. Chocolate mousse sounds pretty disgusting, but whatever you say. I mean, Ryan, like, on a, you can have it in the summer, you can have it in the winter. The shit slaps the same. It doesn't fucking matter. It is by far the most elite pie, especially if it has a nice, good crumb, you know, like basis. It's like there's nothing even to compare it to. Like whatever your cake pick is next, it doesn't even compare to it. So my final pick is something that I've just started to like here. Uh, I'd say in the last four to five years, um, it's something that's really grown on me. It is uh, – Big Kev's favorite cake, which in turn has now kind of become my favorite cake. Um, I like a good carrot cake. Oh, really? So the taste has completely grown on me. Uh, I remember being in my younger years, not liking the taste of it at all. I thought it was pretty disgusting. As I have grown, I remember the first piece of carrot cake that I had, and I was like, damn, that's good. It was my 19th birthday of freshman year at Alvernia. My good friends uh, on the field hockey team, Summer, Natalie, Mel, Emily, uh, took me out to dinner to Outback. And the waiter was nice enough to give us an array of different dessert menu items for my birthday. And one of them was the carrot cake. And I bit into it and I said, damn, that's good. Haven't looked back since. Mama Shannon makes a phenomenal carrot cake. Costco has good carrot cake. I've never had, and I take that back, I have had bad carrot cake, so it is possible to fuck up, but there is phenomenal carrot cake and is one of my favorite cakes. I mean, Ryan, I'm just going to give you that one for the for me, for the sake of this whole argument being over, because my head is spinning that you picked carrot cake out of all the great cakes that there are there. You could even throw ice cream cake in there. You have ice cream cake, and you didn't even mention it. And for me, I don't like ice cream cake. I don't think the two go together. What do you mean? It's like basically like if uh, I, I can't even I can't even go into it. I don't know why people don't like ice cream cake. That shit slaps the same, man. It's up there with pies with me. I I just don't like it mixed. It's no. Have you ever had spice cake before? It's very similar to carrot cake. I think I have. Yes, sir. And yeah, I feel like I, like I feel like you'd like it. I feel like that's, I think that's, I have. That's what's my favorite cake is spice cake. It's very let's, similar. Let's bring, a, let's bring a special guest on here, Pete. We're going to call my mother because my mother is, you know, the expert in all this. All right. Yes. Hello, mother. Yes. Have I had spice cake before? Uh, you're breaking up. What? Can you hear me? Yes. Have I had spice cake before? Let me ask your question. You break up. Oh, can you hear me? 
Yes. Have I had spice cake before? Um, possibly. Okay. I mean, I used to make it all the time. So then I've had it? Yeah, it's kind of like carrot cake. Oh. See? Oh. You're live here on Kiefer and the Rye Mom. We do appreciate you. We just need to clarify that up. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> You're breaking up again. Uh. Uh, it's that Verizon wireless here in Hocassin. Uh, I'm, I'm Wi Fi in it, so I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Okay. <laughs> so, confirmed, I have had spice cake before. So it is the same, confirmed by the, the, the best mother there is out there. Uh, so, yeah, no, Pete, I mean, I like carrot cake. It's really growing on me. I think it's delicious. I could have it day or night. I could have it any time, holiday, no holiday. And, Ryan, I'm going to really say, I'm. I'm going to say I'm a little proud of you because I feel like I would have never pegged you to be a carrot cake kind of guy. So if, I, me, I'm telling you, it I, really grew. I am proud that it seems like you're trying, you know, that there is hope for you to like good foods out there or different foods, you know, compared to your I've reached my quota on this month for trying things of uh, the month of July. So you're going to have to catch me in August to get me to try something else. All right. Well, well, we can have you try some good old my mom. I my mom listens to all podcasts, so I, I know she's going to overnight you a blueberry pie. And you're gonna have to try it. We'll we'll Facebook Facebook live it for the world. <laughs> yes, we will have to. Well, <laughs> Pete, I think I I hate to say this, we're gonna leave it up to the fans. I forgot to do it last week. I'll make sure I put it out this week. We'll let the fans vote cake or pie between the two of us. Uh, personally, I feel like you did dominate me, and I I'm questioning my manhood. And I'm gonna probably just go lay in the bed for the rest of the day and think about why my life is the way it is. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, you can't win them all, Ryan. Maybe you'll get me next week. So, well, we'll see. Well, Pete, uh, I, I, do you have anything else you would like to uh, to say to the folks for uh, for this week? Nothing, nothing. I'm I'm, I'm tapped out. Is what they say. Gotta go start so, packing Philly's boxes. Baseball, Philly's baseball starts this week, Pete. We're on the road to the championship. Bryce Harper's going to hit like a hundred bombs in the sixty game season. It's going to happen. Uh, I I just have faith. It's going to happen. I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, you know the the. the clock is ticking for me i'm really excited for baseball to start up the nba is coming up soon so i, I couldn't be more excited for these next couple of coming weeks oh yeah it's gonna be Kiefer and the ride is really gonna start heating up with these hot takes here in the next couple of weeks folks i hope you have a phenomenal week pete obviously i hope you have a great week as well and uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week all right we'll catch everybody later bless up everyone tastes like strawberries on a summer evening and it sounds just like a song I want more berries And that summer feeling It's so wonderful and warm Breathe me in Breathe me out I don't Yeah.